I told her she would likely be the first patient we transplanted here. And she said to me, I'm ready to leap with you, Doc. Let's go. In her case, it was unbelievably perfect how it all worked out. You don't get this opportunity. I I mean, opportunity came completely out of the blue within 72 hours. And that doesn't happen like that. So it was divine intervention that was working this. My sister, she's my hero. If she touched you, if you was in here when she talked and you didn't have a tear in your eye, something's wrong with you. Those are the voices of Dr. Garen Stevens, Dr. Brian Lima, Yvonne Fleming, and the last voice was Antonio Fleming, describing his sister Yvonne, who is the recipient of a new heart, the subject of the first transplantation procedure performed on Long Island, and the subject of this edition of Health Story. Hi, I'm David North. Yvonne is 63, a resident of Brooklyn, and just days after her historic procedure, she and some of her life-saving doctors and teammates spoke with reporters at Northwell's Sandra Atlas Bass Heart Hospital in Manhasset, New York. I was expecting she'd be a bit worn and frail after her experience, but be ready for the power of her spirit and enthusiasm about the next phase of her life. I am so pleased to meet you. Hi, David. How are you doing? I, I'm, I'm so pleased I came today. I'm I, glad you did. I, well, let me start talking with you, Yvonne. There's okay. just uh, two levels here. On, on one hand, this is a, a marvelous medical story, but it's also a wonderful human story. I, I, don't, I didn't know I was going to be this. I didn't know I was going to be a recipient. I didn't know anything. I just knew that I wanted to continue with life. And I got a, I have a second chance to continue with life, and I'm going to make it even better than what it was. Well, I had a massive heart attack in November, and they told me I lost like almost 75% uses of my heart. So therefore, my heart would go boom, and then it would stall, and then it would what's it go. So I, I had trouble breathing. Water was filling up on my lungs constantly. I was in three different hospitals. And I had fluid on my lungs, and I couldn't breathe or anything like that. When I came here, that's when they, we talked about, you know, having the, um, the transplant. I didn't want an LVAT. An LVAT is where they put a um, piece into your heart that helps you your heart pump while you're waiting for a heart. I didn't want that. After they explained it to me, I said, well, if I can get a heart, I can get a heart. I just put it out there. And it came. And it came within 72 hours. The medical director of North Shore University Hospital's transplantation program for Northwell is Dr. Garen Stevens. Dr. Stevens describes the circumstances threatening Yvonne's life. The name of her condition is ischemic cardiomyopathy, and what that means is somebody who's had heart attacks in the past who has significant scar tissue around the heart, of the heart, that heart, that part of the heart muscle no longer beats well. It doesn't squeeze properly. And so what happens is the heart gets weaker and larger and inefficient. We use medications to try to reverse that process, but once enough damage has been done, once there's enough scarring, the medicines don't work. And that was what was happening with Yvonne because her heart was so scarred, the medications were ineffective. And when we gave them, she derived no benefit, but only had the side effects, which were low blood pressure and dizziness. Despite Yvonne's obvious energy and vitality, she is 63 years old. 
Was that a consideration among her physicians about her as a candidate for a heart transplantation? 63 is youthful to us. Um, So that's a very important concept. So if you're 63 or 23, you're on the same list. But what is stratified is urgency. Pediatric patients always take precedence, and that goes through age 18. Okay? In the adult world, it's risk stratified by urgency. So in Yvonne's case, she was highly urgent. She needed to stay in the hospital. She had to have continuous monitoring of the pressures in her heart with an indwelling catheter that went in through the neck. She had to be on a high-dose medication to keep her heart pumping to keep the circulation so that the rest of her organs would maintain good blood flow. And without those things, she would die. Dr. Brian Lima is the surgical director of the transplant program. He led the team who saved Yvonne's life and describes their work in science and technology in terms of performance and art. It's, it's just the flow of it. It's a delicate and sort of intricate dance with the, your assistant kind of following, you know, moving with you as you go to each connection. And then nothing beats that magical moment when you reintroduce blood into this heart that was in a bucket, you know, in an ice cooler. Uh, it traversed hundreds of miles and all of a sudden it starts beating on its own. It just instinctually knows what to do. Uh, nothing beats that. It was unbelievably perfect how it all worked out. He's the conductor, right? There's an orchestra going on around him. He not only has the patient in front of him to consider, but coordinating with the donor team, the procurement surgeon, having all of those parts in motion. Um, I attend in the operating room as well during these cases because as the transplant cardiologist, we're there to um, work with the surgeon and help in this coordination. But the, the idea here is that it's one of the most elegant procedures. And on post-op day one, these are patients who no longer have a breathing tube. Sometimes they're up and walking and really have their life back very quickly. So that's the elegance around everything. The first thing I did when I came to a look down and I seen my heart beating and I cried because I hadn't seen my heart beat like that in a long time. And that was the happiest, beautifulest thing I ever did see. And um, then afterwards, they was amazed because they was like, wait a minute, nobody don't start recovering like she did as soon as they got hot. But I was so happy. Congratulations, Yvonne Fleming. And congratulations to your band of lifesavers at Northwell's Sandra Atlas Bass Heart Hospital. Hi, I'm David North, and this is Health Story. Yvonne's story is inspiring and historic. Hers was the first transplantation procedure performed on Long Island. Authorities say each year, as many as 500 New Yorkers die waiting for a life-saving heart. Dr. Brian Lima says Yvonne Fleming's successful surgery at the Sandra Atlas Bass Heart Hospital is good news for millions of our neighbors. Long Island uh, and the greater New York City metropolitan area is obviously one of the most heavily populated areas in the United States. 
and vastly underserved with advanced heart failure care. Uh, we, based on our population, we are almost last in the United States for number of heart transplants per the population. So being able to participate and help deliver that care to those folks that aren't or don't have access to it is, to me, there's no greater mission in, in my career than I could possibly hope for. What other people need to know is that patients from Long Island can now be taken care of at home. They no, we no longer are taking our sickest patients, our sickest dying patients, having them travel two hours away from home in some cases just to get into the city where they're away from family and friends and their natural support while they're waiting for a life-saving heart transplant. We now offer that service right here at home, right in their backyard, where they can be with their family, see their loved ones, have all the right support. That's the most important message. We're bringing care home. You no longer have to leave Long Island to get advanced heart care. Those days are gone. We can do your transplant here. We're going to make it easier for you. Thank you, Dr. Brian Lima and Dr. Garen Stevens. Policy protects the identity and location of heart donors, but the lead heart procurement surgeon for Yvonne's procedure says those donors and their families are the heroes of this story. Dr. Syed Hussein. And we really got to honor those donors, those families who actually agreed to give their loved ones organs because it benefits so many people. I think that's what it reflects the goodness in people. It, it, it really reflects the goodness in all of us. When I met Yvonne and I described the process, I said to her that we understand this journey is a scary journey. There's nobody that I meet who needs heart pump or heart transplant surgery that begins the journey excited that this is their fate. They're appreciative, but it's scary. And what I explain to patients is that you're becoming a part of our family. I've cried heavy tears ever since the 19th of February. That's my new life day. My new heart connected with my body. It started connecting with my spirit. It started connecting with my soul. So we, we were becoming one. And that was such a good feeling. And I, it's, it's beautiful. Yvonne Fleming, recipient of the first heart transplant procedure on Long Island, in her professional life, she served special needs clients at Brooklyn's Abbott House. During this next phase of her life, she vows to honor the legacy and spirit of her heart donor. By continuing to educate and to encourage all of us to learn more about organ donation programs and encourage each of us to perhaps become someone's hero. I'd like to thank Dr. Brian Lima, Dr. Garen Stevens, Dr. Syed Hussein, and all at the Sandra Atlas Bass Heart Hospital. Thanks to the technical director of this program, Andre Dowdy. And of course, I'd like to thank Yvonne Fleming for her patient and thoughtful comments. To learn more about the Sandra Atlas Bass Heart Hospital's heart transplantation program, visit northwell.edu transplant. I'm David North. Be well, look north.